Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, <laughs> Tina, and Tony. Welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk Radio. Good morning. Tina, you are responsible for changing that intro. You know I listen, cannot take it. <laughs> listen, I, I like your intellectual, intellectual brilliance. <laughs> you know, when my assistant wrote it, I, I never thought that when you repeat that, how annoying it's going to be. So we got to we have to change the intro for our fall, our new fall lineup. And anyway, welcome, Tina Wynn. Hi. You know, it's been a minute. As, as our listeners know around the world, Tina's um, in uh, on the East Coast uh, in that New Jersey, New York area, and I'm down south. And so we don't get to see each other, but we feel the sisterhood, don't we? Indeed. But we indeed. And, and a special shout out if anybody see Tony Brown, remind her that she has a radio show. <laughs> yeah, tell her she's not a ghost, even though she's, she's been not pretending a ghost. she is. Yeah, she's trying to she's trying to do that <laughs> summer break thing. Yeah, <laughs> but she's trying to get her butt. Yeah, she <laughs> got work to do. Here. She needed to get back to work. <laughs> a, a lot is happening. Ta- Tina. Yes, this, my dear. We lost. We lost our dearest um, on the fifth. <sighs> Um, and, and, and around the world, we all know who Toni Morrison is because um, she's a renowned and um, and and just really is the is the face as as a Time magazine magazine said, one of the best writers or the best writers in our history. Yeah. And so we, we send a lot of love to her family and to Princeton University. And I, and I know Bernadette Weeks had posted a lot of things. You know, she's one of our Princeton sisters. And um, just a whole lot of love. I mean, if you haven't read Toni Morrison, um, go out there and pick up any of her novels. It's many, many novels. It's very transformative. And it's so interesting because we're going to have Julie Spencer Washington join us, who's a transformative, uh, transformational, innovative, just brilliance, brilliance, brilliance leader. The kind of person, you know, just a little segue, the kind of person we really need to talk to in the modern day world, especially with so much controversy. But what I love is, and I don't want to make the, 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 the Toni Morrison story any less important, but we have, you know, we have people like Julie Washington because of Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I exist. She's my shero in my head. But when you think about what America's going through, and the, some parts of the world, this transformational leadership and voice is so needed because even though during difficult times of racism and, and controversy and disruptiveness, uh, we're still able to push through. That's, that's it, right, Tina? You know, um, I think of... Um you know, President Obama, who and certainly Oprah, who recognized that brilliance, and you know, just just her connection to to life, right? You know, that transcended to all people. You know, certainly a black experience, but it was it was so much more than that. Yeah, I mean, the bodaciousness to be mm-hmm. uh, to share the stories, not only that she shared. But in her career and her her genius, she could have written about 
so many different things. But now we have on our shelves forever in history the voices and stories that will teach, yeah, you know, as Native Americans say, 12 generations strong. And so that is, that's the celebration of it all. Because she was 88, and so she lived to great mightiness. And, and that's the celebration. I think sometimes, you know, we get a little selfish and want to hug uh, our extraordinary people for the rest of their life <laughs> and, and so on. Yeah. But um, as we are born, we have to go. So we want to send love out to Tony. Morrison's family, her son, her she has a, one son living, and 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 I'm sure they probably have some grandkids, and that we're hugging and thinking about it. But, and that being the case, uh, you know, you have had a busy summer. Um, you've been kicking butt after your death life experience. Um, <laughs> as you guys know, to, <laughs> why do, why do people insist on reminding me of that? Because I have totally forgotten about it. I'm like, I did. I, I, we're never gonna forget <laughs> it. Life you know what? I have to tell you, I, I have really forgotten about it, and I, then people bring it up, and I was like, I Oh yeah, I, that's right. I forgot about that. But you know what? <laughs> I don't know how you forget about it because you know I also had my eighty five blood clots in a coma, out of coma, a couple of years ago, and I. When I came out, I said, ain't no stopping me now. Boy, it really sort of gave me a kick in my in the behind about really leaning in and taking a stand on who you are. And you know what? Because we're going to introduce Julie Washington. But to segue into that, um, I was a leader, as you know. We've worked together. We've known each other for many, many years. We've worked in the business together. We, we know our experiences and our strength and we're very proud to say a lot of women and people of color don't have an opportunity to have the experiences we've had. In all honesty, it's probably 1.2 or 2% of African-American women that makes it to the leaderboard, right? Um, and so when you get to that space, that arena, uh, you get privy to certain skills and tools and understandings and inspiration and encouragement and motivation and we've had those experiences, and now those near-death experiences make us say, let's share it with the world, let's kick some butt, is why this radio show is here. Because I was like, nope, I want to share more, because tomorrow isn't promised. Um, and so that's why, Tina Wynn, we <laughs> share your extraordinary uh, story, because it's a comeback story. You did the doggone thing. Some people would have cowed down, but you didn't. Yeah, you that's came what my out. doctors say, and they say they say ninety nine percent of the patients that come in, for, you know, as they begin their follow up um, follow up um, appointments, are depressed and depressed. you know, and 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 um, exhibiting self pity and all. And I was like, really? That's I can't even imagine. I don't even do know what that, what that means. But do you think it's because you have great leadership skills? Because I tell people, you can't be a great leader in your job and not be a great leader in your personal life. It contradicts each other. That's why we I, can... I don't know if leadership has anything to do with it. I am just a positive person. I'm just on a on You are. Regular. You are. You I'm are a positive, positive person. But, but you also are a great... You know, she won't toot her horn. And, and she and I had this conversation yesterday. <laughs> I just yesterday. refuse to be defeated. You know, I just do. So there you go. You refuse. Right. That, say that again. I refuse, refuse to be defeated. That's it. And and that's not aggression. That's excellence only. We're going hard. I'm going to push through. I'm going to learn. I'm going to motivate because you have your own staff. Um, you have your own staff. But I've seen you in action. 
If anyone out there is listening and you've worked with the Brown Wind Agency and you see Tina and Tony in action, it is the it is the most sexiest dance ever. <laughs> they are orchestrating events and producing events with what? How many people? Four or five thousand people sometimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four or five thousand people with yeah. their mics and ear and they are orchestrating and moving the whole room with such a precision. You would drop the mic. I'm just saying, Miss Tina, when <laughs> super leader. Well, well you know awesome. when I when I went down backstage, I was I was producing the show, and Tony <laughs> stepped right in and kept producing while I was, you know, and step right while you're <laughs> while you've had a uh, while I was visiting folks up in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and or how many it. people were there that day? I, I I know it had to be how many that was people? that was the the Woman of Power Summit. That was one of the largest largest um um maybe two three thousand that month yeah you we were close to that yeah because that's usually it's a very intimate kind of of summit and it was it just, it's grown so much that um right it's, um yeah it, it was in into the thousands so well was, I, i'm going to to um go ahead and let's start our introduction about julie washington so let me i let me, can't wait i, I want to hear sister you read her bio shut up and just listen i'm just so proud of her i want to hear from the from you know from i want to hear some wisdom but do you, you know? remember i don't know if you were there when when you know people you guys know if you've been listening to the show that me Tina, and tony all work for stepman um stepman grandman partners and T- i met I met uh, Miss Julie Spencer Washington when their firm, Perina, came to Stepman Graham and Partners. And we, well, there was a pitch. And so she thought she was going to walk away and not be my friend. But you know, I love brilliant people, don't I? As we both do. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. she's a rare find. I mean, people can say what they want. And I've said this. And and I'm not going to make this a black-white thing because we see that in the news all the time. And I want to focus on the true, authentic essence of her strengths and knowledge and what she brings to the table. But when you look at not just the black or white, but you just look at a woman that can achieve what she has achieved. I mean, she's a chief marketing officer. She's an innovator. Um, this woman has been taking uh, these transformative leadership courses and 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 and. and speaking publicly and winning awards and and creating growth. I mean, that's not just creating, but literally strategically and tactically, uh, if that's a word, driving growth. But her level of excellence is such a freaking rare find. I have to tell you, I've met five people with her level of excellence and dedication Um to the to the to the landscape and to the industry. So I look at her as a jewel. We just don't find that many people, and we have worked at the highest level. You know, I've been a partner at Ogilvy, and you own your own company, and you have orchestrated things. When you find people like the Julie Spencer Washingtons, and they are a woman, and they're a mother, and, and they support their spiritual community uh, needs, and and a, and a wonderful wife, and can pull off what she pull off. Shut the front door how about that yeah. right you know what i mean so gillette here's where julie has her career has spanned and i'm sure there's more gillette right uh procter and gamble i'm gonna pay attention to jamba juice because she worked there for quite a long time as a, as a leader and i never got a coupon and you know what i'm saying she sister could have sent me a coupon <laughs> 
on. Um, doing everything from training, you know, sales teams and she's an expert with social and digital trends and, and all these different behaviors and consumer behaviors from diversity to inclusion, which is critical. How do you call yourself an expert? And you don't know the diversity inclusion part of it. I don't know because we we are not monolithic as we've always shared. Hey, how about this? How about some of these awards that she's just received? Top women executive in advertising and marketing. Yep. How about that one? Top B to C marketing executive. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on, but... I know we're probably going to have to hit a commercial, and then we're going to make sure that Julie. Where, where's our commercial time? We're good. We're so far. Go ahead. Let's let's. Really? Yeah. So why don't we just do this? Why don't I shut my mouth? Because today's show is about how to really orchestrate and and, and define, validate um, transformative leadership and, and personal leadership. That space in there. I really want to know. How did Julie Washington get into, you know, how did she get into that? Such a great fit. And then what are some of her suggestions for our personal lives and also our business life and and how she drive growth in companies? How about that? So I'm going to shut my mouth and I not just talk Radio World, Voice America, all of these 3.5 million listeners around the planet. Let's welcome Julie Spencer Washington. Welcome. Good morning, Latanya and Tina. Good morning. Was that it enough? That was. <laughs> Thank you very much. You you were very kind. <laughs> you told the whole story, so if they don't know me, hopefully uh, they feel like they do now. Um, I am truly a blessed woman, and I am happy to be with you guys this morning. Wait a minute. What's i got to ask one question before I really delve in, Latanya. Julie, uh-huh. um, you were, you, you've received um, um, advertising and marketing recognition from Black Enterprise twice. Yeah. Had, were you were you in attendance to receive your award? I was. Were so you there and I just didn't I know produ- you? I produced those shows, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. What a small it world was we paths. <laughs> well, good amazing. to talk to you again. <laughs> yes, yes. And we've actually met in the flesh and didn't even know it. <laughs> That's because Tina is, uh, like I said, she's doing the dance, keeping the, everything together. Okay, her and her team, but but so so Julie, here's a question because you had said you know it has been a blessed space for you, Um, but you know faith without works is dead, honey, right? right. So you have put in the work. You have really put in the work. You know, I've always been uh, uniquely interested in the space because you have really mirrored your personal life and your family life to your business life. You're really the real deal. Right. Um, I've over the years, you send these wonderful letters around holiday, giving the planet an update, all your friends an update of what the family's doing and so on, et cetera. And, and even though they just cued me in four minutes, we have the break, but we have enough time to talk about that space because then I'll dive into the professional space. How did, how did, when did it start? What was the two or three things that you did or what did, the, what do you focus on to say, I, my personal space has to be this way in order for me to seamlessly, tra- you know, be this person in my, my, my professional space? So I think the, the learning I have over the years is it's best just to be you all the time. When I was younger, you had the business version of you and then the personal version of you, but when you compartmentalize, that's very hard to keep up with um, 
day in and day out. And so for me, it's about being Julie in season, out of season, whether it's in the corporate environment or if I'm, you know, sitting on the couch uh, talking to a friend. And what I've learned that's at the core is, for me, it's about pursuing excellence and about service. So my mother uh, was the clerk of our church, which means that she read the announcements every Sunday morning, and at the end of her announcement, she would say, let those of us who've entered God's house to worship, let us depart to serve. And so my mindset has always been to serve, but if you're going to serve, make sure you do it with excellence. And so that's how I show up, and that just means certain things have to be prerequisites. I must prepare for what I do in order to be excellent at it. I, as an athlete, you just don't show up at the Olympics and decide if you're going to um, get a medal. You, you prepared. There were a lot of things that happened four years before the one moment uh, in the race. And for me, it's about having personal philosophy, values, and understanding and ensuring that that is consistent in your everyday walk. And when you, you talk about that preparation, because I know this is um, that space of how important is it to have a mentor or if not just a mentor, your sister friends or social friends or people of like-mindedness or your group of people to bounce ideas off of? Because most people think, well, I get to show up and I'm a know-it-all, but it never works that way. Long-term success doesn't work that way. Would you agree? I totally agree. I, I tell people that I coach that we all need to treat ourselves like a company. And so you can call it the board of directors. I also call it my A-team. There are people that need to speak into your life to encourage you when you can't remember that you're worth that opportunity. There are other people that need to get you moving to say you're overdue and you need to, to get moving on that dream because somebody's waiting for you to deliver that gift. And you need someone that's a good PR agent that can help you bring your voice to others so that people can be blessed by your experience and your story. And then you need somebody that's running the money. Somebody on the team needs to make sure that you're doing things so that you can be around later for the three kids that you have. So it takes a village to raise us all. And for me, it is about having a board, having an A team, and having people that you trust that's a part of you and the girlfriends that you can sit down and have a real heart-to-heart and just be open about where you got it wrong or what you're insecure about. And then, of course, I always call it my prayer partner. Who's going to pray me through the saying that I just can't see uh, what's on the other side? And you have to know who those people are and, and then for them to be available for you when you need them. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I don't think, I mean, I, I have that team. I've had that team since I was nine, and the team evolves over time. And so, but we're going to have to go to break. But when we come back, because that is... That is really one of the critical parts. I want to talk about how you blend that in a society now that have so many millennials and other age groups that aren't quite in that space of excellence. They go straight from concept to just do versus that practical planning part versus that work toward excellence and and having a team. So we're going to go to break. I, w- I want to talk about how does a leader of your statue and your experience relate to these new young sales teams and new young business people. And we've all we all know who they are um, um, and, and, and talk about some solutions or or in regards to leadership, training, and growth, how do you blend that that kind of office space or personal space? And on that note, we'll return with Not Just Talk Radio. 
This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk Radio with Tina Wynn. And of course, our special guest, Julie Spencer Washington, extraordinaire. Just a wonder, you know, a 360-degree transformative leader. Um, and marketing and innovation and sales, and she's a coach. And so we're having this wonderful conversation with her. But but we're going to answer that question. But first, I just want to give the definition of transformational leadership. It talks about a style of leadership that encourages, inspires, motivates employees to innovate and create change and to help people grow and shape the future of their company. Um, But that transformational leadership, as Julie had mentioned, is a part of our personal life experience. And, you know, when I researched this, uh, Julie and Tina, it said it takes the average person 66 days to change a habit or behavior. 66 days. So sometimes we want to get in there and chug a lug, chug a lug. Uh, but it takes about 66 days. And so, Julie, before we went to break, the question was, when you take these, you know, your kind of leadership, which is very holistic, right? Um, how, you know, I, no, I'm going to change that. What is a holistic, what is that holistic approach? And then I want to get into the blend of our office space and professional space now and what we do and some ideas about transformative leadership. But I know you use that word um, holistic. What does that mean? So holistic is about the total person or the total scenario because each of the pieces is important 
to the outcome. And when you understand that as a team or as a family, as an organization, things are different because everyone is valued. You realize that the receptionist is just as important as the CEO, that the cashier at your Jamba Juice store that you didn't get your coupon to um, is Thank just you. as important for my brand message as any advertising that an agency person put out. It's really a system and learns that we work uh, together. And I think to your question about millennials in particular, but the generational differences is for me as a, as a leader, both at Jamba Juice and I would say at Champion Pet Foods, it was about having the willingness to teach those team members what I knew they had not had exposure to, but also to be humble enough to be taught by them. They know a lot more about life in a way that I didn't experience it. But if we can learn from each other, that's where the richness of leadership flows. And for me, it's helping them slow down enough to get focus because they multitask. I, I don't juggle well, so they will do 100 things. Like they're at a meeting and they're seemingly not paying attention, but they can report back what you said, but they look like they're typing. So how do we make sure that they know how to be focused on what the objectives are? And for me, it's getting to their why. Why are you doing it? Why are we here? And if we know that, then we know how fast, how hard we're going to work and run uh, to, the, to the mission at hand. Ah. I, I love that because that's one of the biggest challenges. Even myself, you know, we've all won all of these awards. Um, we've helped change the industry. We have we have bios, resumes, um, and history in this industry. All three of us do that. We have contributed. I can watch things on television. I can see how organizations are planning and know that I participated in, in industry change. You know, overall. And so I, I'm sitting here. Um, and so to sit down. And be a leader of an organization and realize that the person at the front desk is a part of the communications plan, right? That's exactly right. They're very central. In fact, it, many times the customer service team have been left out, but they're the people talking to consumers more often than the rest of us. Usually when people are mad or when they're glad, but they're coming on either spectrum. And imagine if they could actually be in a meeting to provide their thoughts about what your brand story should be or how you should position something because they're listening and receiving more than the rest of us. I think we have some feedback uh, a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're all in big cities. I, well, I'm in a small city, but I hear the paramedics or someone uh, going by. But that's a great point because for anyone out there that's a leader of an organization or even a small business, um, I think one of the critical parts I constantly see missing is that leaders take their information and say, let us just keep this amongst um, our C staff, right? Our, our C suite, or we'll, we'll share what we want to share. We'll, we'll, we don't ask our, our staff what, uh, what, they, what they think about the organization or growth. We're not surveying enough. We're not talking. And, and I see it's just so damaging to, to, to the organization. And I also think it's why, you know, in New York about two years ago, I was working with the four A's to help um, train the chairman level uh, of marketing and advertising um, professionals um, as a consultant. And one of the critical things, Julie Washington and Tina, that I realized is that the retention rate 
in our corporate world and professional world is about 18 months. The young people and millennials and young professionals, they're just not feeling it. They are not being well led. They're not being communicated to. We have a we have a serious problem with these different generations coming together to transform, change, inspire, and motivate uh, the funnel of staff that grows and drive grow and growth and participates in the growth of a business. I mean, would you guys agree? I I, I do, Latanya. And in fact, it it's around coaching and mentoring that was essential uh, decades ago, is that in order to move forward, you needed someone to speak into your your life to help you see what you didn't even know was a part of the equation. And for this generation, it's about making sure that we're all giving to each other. How do I show up as a coach to those in my organization or in my community or in my church so that I open doors for them in ways of support that I would not have received because people in my community, my neighborhood would not have even known. They didn't all go to college and they did not have a corporate job. So how could they tell me what they did not know? Right. But, you know, it's so interesting because um, I find that even people that go to college, as you well know, and, and they can have the highest level of education, experience is still critical to the equation, right? Um, right. I, I'm always... Uh, we both have coached and, and trained folks from all over the world. Um, and so what do you what do you do? How do you approach someone that has the highest level of education that has ten years experience, if that's the case, or five years and and because ten years experience is just on the cusp of finally getting it. and and what now that we look back at it, when you look back and go, okay, ten years are cute. But if you've had ten years experience in the same city, town, state, Ah, it's going to be a little short <laughs> versus someone like you. You have been a leader in companies outside of the United States, correct? Um, yeah. In Canada and throughout the, I mean, that diverse experience. When you meet a leader that have dealt with diversity and inclusion, different um, industries of sales, marketing, right, and innovation, you have worked with, um, you know, everything from pet foods to, um to Jamba Juice, those are that's those are two different consumer groups. How much knowledge and experience you're carrying around is such a rare find. But when you approach someone else with ten years experience, but they've been in the same town, the same community, the same two companies, how do you approach that? How do you transform them? How do you inspire them or motivate them? I think in every great leader is the ability to listen. So people are trying to tell you something even when they're not telling you directly what's in their heart. If you listen to what it is that motivates them and why they're asking for what they think is important, you find a way to get to the win-win. It's usually when you're imposing your thoughts on people and it's that this is the only idea that we're actually going to move forward with is where the resistance comes. But um, one of my longtime mentors, uh, I've worked for him three times, he's one of the most formidable leaders, I believe, in corporate America, James White. James taught me early on, he says, Julie, it's hard to be the author and the critic at the same time. Meaning, if I bring you to the table to collaborate with me, when we present the idea, you can't be the critic of the idea because it's your 
creation, right? And so that became an important lesson is to be able to ensure that I'm inviting people to the conversation and allowing their voice to be heard. doesn't mean that we're going to always do what everybody says. You, You can't do that, right? But to be heard is an important piece. And I think regardless of experience, but definitely those with experience, they're trying to offer help, but many times it's just not in a way that you're either asking for it or listening for it. And so that's usually my biggest reminder is listen hard because people are trying to offer you a gift, but I might be saying no to it just because I, I wasn't willing to be receptive to their, their input. Um, I, I think that's great. Um, and I, I totally agree. I think that's one of the biggest challenges. Um, I don't, I have, I mean, I show up like you and Tina, we've been very fortunate to work all over the, you know, all over the country and outside of the United States. Um, I'm always shocked how, because I'm a consultant and you show up and to consult and you're listening. I, I show up, I'm the, you know, I'm the, I'm the real listener. I'm listening to everyone in the office and I'm hearing and I'm hearing leadership. I'm always taken back. Uh, when the award-winning consultants show up and they say, no, let me tell you what you're going to do. Do you get in a situation where you show up and there is that space where you know you have literally reached your divine essence of perfection, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's like me showing up and telling Michael Jordan how to bounce a basketball, but staying very humble about it, right? And (laughs) in this world, (laughs) because it's always shocking, you know, you feel this resistance and time is of the essence in this world we live in that's so quick to change and disruptive. How are you approaching in the world we live in now? Because people are coming to work frustrated uh, with so many things that we see in the press and the news. But people really are experiencing these things we see in the press and the news. So when you you have these diverse offices, as a leader, is there anything, suggestions you have or something that you would do that people feel once they get into the office, there's, there's a sense that here I'm safe, I'm okay, I can be my, I won't be judged, I can be, you know, I will be heard, I I will um, be given a fair chance. Because a lot of people go to companies and never really think they're going to be given a fair opportunity. What do you do in that space? So I'll give the example on my first day at Champion Pet Foods. And so I'm the American now talking to my team, which were all Canadian at that time. And the point becomes there could be fear of what might be. And it's important to not deny someone's reality because their perception is reality. They perceive certain things, and I need to acknowledge that. But what I needed them to leave the meeting is understanding that they were valued and that, for me, I start everybody off with an A. I tell my kids, the teacher gave you an A on day one. It is up to you to prove the teacher right or wrong that you're an A student, right? So you will lose your A, but you start it with one. So I give everybody a a clean slate. You start with an A with me. And that's different than always having to prove and earn your way to the A, which is what I believe many of us um, that are a little bit older have had to do is to prove that I need to be at this table, that I'm an important part of the conversation. And I, on the other side, have made an inverse of that and said, I believe that because you're already hired, you're here for purpose. Now, it's up to us to figure out what that is, but I value you, and I will allow you to prove whether you want to be a player or if you want to be on the sideline. 
No, that's really cool because that is true. I never thought about it. We all show up. We're all when you show up to your first day of class, we all have the same grade. Right. Yeah. And so I guess when you step in as a leader, you're looking at everybody in your organization. You're giving them everybody has the same grade. Right. You're already, on the your, team. you're already on the team. And then all you can do is not either show up to perform. Um, so we're you know, I want to talk about those attributes when you're looking at as a leader, when you're looking for um people within your organization to participate in inspiring others, what are some of the attributes are you looking for? I think in leadership, there's a lot around the character of the person. So I'm looking at what really uh, is at your core, your integrity, your word, the ethics that uh, drive you. I'm also looking for your conviction. What do you believe in totally? That you are not swayed by whichever person is speaking or has the bigger stick, but what are you convicted in? Because you work differently when you're convicted and passionate about a cause. And then I'm looking for people who are compassionate. I mean, I can drive very hard because I, in pursuing excellence, you have to do one more repetition. You have to do something that's uncomfortable. But do you have compassion so that you can connect with people, not just theoretically or in the rational space, but in emotional and heart space. And I'm looking for other people that know how to meet people when they might come broken and maybe not with their best day uh, on the team. But that's what great leaders do. And then I'm, I also believe you have to have courage. I'm, I, <laughs> sometimes it's hard, but you opened with our, our piece of how we met. And... I was walking in fear at the conference of would I say hello to you after the pitch was over and I had awarded the business to someone else? You sure did. You sure did. How would this exchange (laughs) work? And I walked past you twice before I had my own conversation with myself and said, what do I have to lose? And I walked over to you. And 25 years later, here we are still connected. I would have missed my blessing and opportunity if I had not walked past my fear to say I'm at least going to say hi to her because I believed in what you presented in the presentation, although the collective decision um, did not yield that Stepman Grant and Partners would be my, my ethnic marketing partner. Yeah, yeah, Tina, that's how we reconnected. Um, she came and we pitched. We pitched their organization. But, you know, it was always okay with us because in the business world, that's what it's about. You know, you pitch 10 clients, you get... One and a half. <laughs> and, and it's not always about, we, we know it's not about talent. It's, it's a lot, about a whole lot of things. And so I was, I'm, I'm always going to be comfortable with that. Um, and I'm so glad you were too. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think um, Julie, would, um, what I admire too is that you listen. You listen to that voice. And, you know, God gives us that voice. And you obviously trust and believe. And, um you know, if you walk by once, you walk by twice, it's like you, it was, it was gnawing at you and you were obedient. And this is the blessing that you've received as a result. With that deep voice. And that's, an, and that's important. <laughs> <laughs> it is important for us, you know, to, to be still sometimes and listen and understand that, you know, we are being directed. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, there's that little voice. We're going to go to break. We're going to go to break in a minute. But when we get back, because we talked about attributes and we talked about how do you convert an entire or, you know, a large staff to get on board. I love that. I love that. Remember, people, when you when you have new leadership in your organizations, you're all getting an A. Y'all getting an A um, until you jack it up, of course, unless you just <laughs> choose. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, because here's the deal. I'm always shocked. And I shouldn't be shocked because I I live for change. You know, t- uh, you both know me. I what did I read it? And yep, it was a new study that came out that makes sense. You know, we're constant. We are investigators. That's what I love about Tina and and also you, Julie Washington. We're lifetime learners. We never stop the game of learning, and that's probably why we don't have a problem with being transformative, right? And at this at this moment, we're going to transform into a uh, break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you so goes. much. We'll be back. <laughs> this is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Do you feel uncomfortable talking about your sexual health? Do you ever wonder if there are others out there struggling with the same sensitive issues you are? Join host Dr. Jessie Chung for Chung Chat. She believes confidence is sexy and you should feel your best inside as well as out. Dr. Chung is here to put your mind at ease and make you more comfortable asking the questions you want to ask about your own body but up until now have been too self-conscious. Chung Chat airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel have you realized your dream many have not they know what they don't want but fail to work on the things that they do want tune into live the dream with host karen dillon and co-hosts marissa marseille and tom pearson each week they will help you find the tools you need to live your dream you'll learn how to create a personal definition of success and what you need to make it a reality hear the stories of those who have successfully used their process and as a result are living their dream listen live fridays at 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern on voice america influencers Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 472-5795 or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome to Not Just Talk Radio with our special guest, Julie Spencer Washington. Just an extraordinary example of modern day leadership um, and transformational. It's so important in the times we live in that we meet people where they are 
And we all have to be inspired and encouraged. And so we were talking during the break with Tina and uh, Julie, which is still there with us. And Tina, Tina, Mike is a little funny, but Tina, you were really, the question you wanted to talk about, wanted to to answer it is, how do you deal with confidence? If you're a person out there that confidence is is on the fence. Some days you have it and some days you really need to be held up a little bit. So Julie Washington, will you talk to us about confidence? Because I I think that's one of your sweet spots. I've never seen you lack any confidence in all honesty. (laughs) What, what, What is it? You know? Yeah. How does that work for you? It's a very good question. So the first piece is I bleed red blood like everybody else. So I'm not always confident. I just do a lot of things before I show up to the performance, right? My mom always said, private victories precede the public ones. So you should already know what winning looks like, feels like, and tastes like before it actually occurs. But everything to me starts in your mind. And so uh, since the kids were young, they say morning affirmations, because I believe what you speak is what you become. And so if you keep saying you don't feel well, you're not going to feel well. If you think you're afraid of it, then guess what? You show up being afraid of it. And so one of the affirmations that they, they, they say that I had to start saying to myself was watch what you're thinking because your thoughts become your words. And if you watch your words because they become your actions and then you watch your actions because they become your habits and then watch your habits because they become your destiny. And so during my quiet time, through my prayer time daily, I have to focus on the control tower so that I make sure that I know how I'm thinking about a thing. And if I walk in a different mindset, I'll show up as confident as other people might perceive me. And so uh, that's probably the simple piece, but we say daily affirmations and prayers uh, every day, the the kids and I. That that was just part of get in the car, buckle your seatbelt. And now you say your morning affirmations, and so hopefully while they're out in college, they're still walking out to campus saying their morning affirmations because you speak what you want into your life. You know, I, I not only totally agree, but I think it's also, um, it's, the, the other game is, like, for instance, I don't have kids, right? But I am so cautious. I do, I flip out friends, gently, of course, um, but for instance, I don't spend a lot of time watching the news over and over. I'm quite aware of what's happening socially. But if I just digest all the negativity and news, um, all the negative information, I'm going to be in trouble. I have a really slick balancing act of um, what I feed and allow in my social group or in my brain, even as a consultant, Julie, do you find yourself, because you have your own firm, you also, while you work in corporate America and so on, et cetera, you also have Inspired Actions, which is a coaching strategy company where you work with companies and and help transform their organizations, uh, the organization. Do, do, you, um, do you find when you go into these companies, especially when you're a consultant, and they're down on their luck. <laughs> you know, Einstein says, change the way you look at things, and the things you look at will change. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, another Einstein quote is, um, you can't use the same mind that created the problem to create the solution. And, and so you go into these organizations, you're working with people. Some of them have, you know, have had all these life experiences. Um, how long, how do you keep yourself Mentally, I know you're saying that you do your transformation, but how long does it take to get to you find on average to get that 
organization? What's the game plan to get an organization on a certain rhythm, a new rhythm? You know, because that's the experience I have. Sometimes I have to push my client back just a little bit and step back because it's so overwhelming, especially when you think they should, you know, they should know more about their organization. Then you have to know more about them than they even know about themselves. How do you confront that organization initially? I know that's a long question. I'm trying to find a sweet spot because I see so, it. So maybe the way I digest the question is around how do you transform cultures, right? Because that's, Girl, that's, see, that's, that's what I talk, that we're Tina, fighting you ourselves. What, Tina, you see what I mean? <laughs> yes, I, dear. Tina, that's, that is exactly what I'm saying, Queen Julie Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Ms. Latanya. So, it, it, but if we think about transformation and cultures, the first thing is whether it's at home trying to change cultures when kids are small to when they're older to when you walk in a new organization, the point is you have to create the condition, I believe, for the change that you want. That means as the leader, I, I need to be open to some new ideas. I need to be willing to change people either out or change where they are on the bus. I need to change processes that are there. Um, at Jamba Juice, we had a young man, and we called him the mayor. And there was like a junior vice mayor also. But the point is you need to know who the influencers are and the people who have information that's not going to always be shared with the leader. right? And so if you know what everybody's talking about, what's on their heart and minds, and then have the courage to make the, the necessary changes, and then I think Maya Angelou used to, used to always say, uh, or at least I've heard her more often say it, was around that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So you have to not just make change, but people need to know that you're as passionate about the vision for the company or for the brand, but you're also as passionate about the people. And so transforming culture is about the people, not just the product, and it's about making sure in my mind, that the condition is conducive for the change. Otherwise, people think that you have retaliation or that they're going to get penalized if they make a mistake or right. if they don't try it. And so, for me, that's what transforming culture looks like. And it doesn't happen overnight. The clients have to be willing to do something that they haven't done before. You know, I t- it took me a moment to go. F- I was trying to be very sensitive because I know some of our listening audience and I'm visualizing some of the folks. I'm trying to find answers for some of the people that I know that are stuck there. And that was really it. And, and it's the same problem we're having in our country and around the world is that in order for everybody to sort of come together and everybody, everyone won't ever be able to come together. But to have a sense of peacefulness and collaboration is a culture shift that has to happen. And so we, we can control it in our homes and we're trying to do it on, the, on our jobs and now, and now socially. So it's a, it's a very disruptive time. But at the same token, we're pushing through. Do you, I mean, do you f- find that we're pushing through? Do you, do, you, when, you know, do you wake up and say, I think we're still making some headway? I, I'm a firm believer. I'm, it's going to be half full with my answers at all times. We are making progress. No, we are not where we need to be, whatever the it is that we would be talking about. But from my life experience, I've learned that where you start doesn't determine where you finish. And so um, the old people used to say, you have to make what happens in the middle count, baby. Right? So that (laughs) has a lot of stuff in it. And so you, you need to make every moment matter. So I didn't have the same experience that you and Tina have had over life and death as to whatever event, but I do know the value 
of moments and the values of people. My cousin always said in one of, anytime she was speaking somewhere, she would do God's minute. And so it was all about, it only has 60 seconds in it. And so if you don't know it, you, you should look it up. But the point is, it's up to me to use my time in the most efficient manner possible and that I have to decide where I'm going and, and what the outcome is going to look like. And important as a leader is to make sure I'm bringing somebody along. Uh, if I want to go fast, I can go by myself. I know what I'm thinking. I don't need anybody That's else right. to slow me down. But right. if I bring other people along, I can probably go farther, go better ideas further. to build that's upon right. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, now that's, uh, that's actually very encouraging, and our listening audience, you know, listen to this show over and over. Um, Julie has just been so exceptional, not just answering the questions, but taking us so many steps further um, with your, you know, your leadership skills, and and that being said, I want to talk about inspired actions because I know we you have a book in you, Julie Washington. Um, you have a book, and I can't wait until one day you go. I'm going to write it, but in the meantime, tell us more about inspired actions. I love I love the name of it, inspired and, actions. And Julie, we have just a few minutes left, so in um, okay. if you can <laughs> bundle it, bundle it up for us, please. All right, Sergeant. So the concept of inspired actions is that, for me, every exchange and interaction we have, you should leave inspired to be better than you were before. And one of the things that frustrate me the most in life is for people to receive information and do nothing about what they now know. My grandmother says, if you know more, you should do more, right? And so I believe holding myself accountable that every exchange we have, I would hope that something in today's conversation inspired you to take action toward greatness, toward your purpose, toward your dreams, so that there's a leader in each of us, just like there's a book in me, I guess. Um, We should be leading uh, toward our purpose. And I hope that that is what Inspired Actions has done by the way of my time with you guys today. No, um, to put it lightly, I just want to tell you your contributions to not just talk um, roundtable. The contributions have been outstanding. It's just you gave me some tremendous reminders because we all need them to be encouraged. And I'm sure you've shared so many critical points um, of leadership. And if, if a person felt they're not in a leadership position, if they're in a management or entry level position to understand what a great leader looks like or to understand how you can interact. Right. Um, is so important because one day you may be a leader in the organization if that is your intentions, but nevertheless, you still will have to be a leader in your own personal life and in your family in order to achieve, um, whatever success that you want. Right, ladies? Uh, Indeed. So, so this information that you've shared with us, Julie Washington, is just so helpful. And the only sad part is I wish I was working in an organization where you were my leader. How about that? <laughs> I we will work together, together again. <laughs> I'll work for you, Julie. I'm tired of working for myself. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're well, we already got three people on the team. Dina, Latanya, and Julie. So <laughs> Tony, Tony's in. She just haven't said anything. She's not around to say it. But that being said and done, thank you so much, Julie. Spencer Washington, leader extraordinary, innovative, marketer. We love you. If no one told you they love you today, Continue we do. Success. Continue inspiring. We so appreciate you. Thank you. Ciao.
thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 